Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short form podcast of YA talk across a wide range of topics. I'm Erica Ezefetti, and today I'm going to be talking about new historical fiction, but I also wanted to make a little time to talk about a book that came out yesterday that I'm excited about. It's called Out of Body by Nia Davenport, and it's kind of like got a lot going on in the best kind of way. So I'll get into that and more right after we hear from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so Out of Body by Nia Davenport. So this is about 17-year-old Megan Allen, who, like many of us did in the past, and maybe many of us are currently, she's trying on different identities. Like, she doesn't know who she is yet. She jumps from friend group to friend group, um, just trying on these different personas to see what fits her. And then she meets this girl named Elsie, who is like adventurous and charismatic and just gives like that girl energy. You know, that girl energy. She meets her in a coffee shop. She kind of just appears like magic. <laughs> and so they become friends. And then on the night of their friend anniversary, which I'm going to stop. I'm going to start saying that word now for anniversary. Okay. Our friend anniversary. Okay. On that night, they bond, but then something happens the next day, Megan wakes up to find that she is no longer Megan. She is put into Elsie's life. It's body swapping. She's been body swapped. Body got. Her body got got. And now she's targeted by Elsie's enemies. Like, who knew this girl had enemies? It's this whole life she's thrust into unwillingly. And Elsie, as you might have guessed, has some secrets. And there's just a lot going on with Elsie. And it sounds like Elsie did Megan Dirty. I haven't read this book yet, but I'm excited too. So make sure to be on the lookout for that. Brand new, hot off the presses, Out of Body by Nia Davenport. Okay, so for the rest of the books I'm going to talk about, they are going to be new historical fiction. I haven't read them all, but I'm really excited to. Um, historical fiction has consistently been one of my favorite genres to read. I've been reading it religiously, I guess I could say, consistently, very regularly since I was, since before I was within the YA category age range. So I really love it. I would say, I think I've probably said this on the show before, but I'll say it again. Historical fiction has been a way for me to learn about history in a more, 
I don't know. It's it's more interesting to learn about history through historical fiction. I think, you know, fiction, um, studies show that fiction um, encourages empathy. And I think when you read historical fiction, you can better experience what people went through back in the day, back in those days, back in the times that you're reading about, uh, more so than reading about statistics and dates and things off of, um, or I should say out of a textbook. Both are good, not knocking textbooks, of course, that those are needed as well. But I just really love learning about history through historical fiction. So first one I have up is by June Her. So June Her, if you're not familiar, writes a lot of historical fiction YA that takes place in a time and place that I I really don't see anyone else writing about this time, which makes June Her's book so special. And that is basically the Joseon period in Korea, which is like, um, I believe it was a six or 700 year period. Don't quote me on that. But it was a, a significant piece of time in Korea. So I love that she writes about these um, experiences that these teen girls have. So first book is A Crane Among Wolves by June Her. It's out in May and it's about 17-year-old Isol who has to live under this tyrant king. His name is Yonsan. But the thing is like He's absolutely terrible. He commandeers people's lands just for his like recreational use. He's just partying and taking people's livelihoods. He bans and burns books with sounds familiar. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Okay. And he's also really terrible to um, women and girls. So he kidnaps them and he's very abusive and stuff like that. With that said, Isol kind of is sheltered from it. She lives um, a privileged life. Her family has money and she's kind of out of the way. Like she's not in the main city where her family lives. They're like out in the boondocks, but they're comfortable. So while all this stuff is going on amongst people who are closer to the king and in other areas, she's kind of protected. But then... Suyan, her sister, becomes the king's latest target and he takes her. So she's like, you know, bump all this. I'm about to get my sister back. I don't care if it's the king or whoever. She stands on business as far as her sister is concerned. Okay. So she sets out to quote unquote steal her back. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, I don't like that phrasing because her sister is a person. You can't steal people. But y'all get what I'm saying. So. In order to get her sister back, she'll have to cross this forbidden territory. She'll have to reach the capital. But then there's someone else, you know, throw a little wrench into the scheme. It's not clear cut. There's this prince, Dayun, who is the half brother of the terrible tyrant king. And he also hates this man. He's like, I hate my brother. He ain't, you know, he's not doing what he needs to do. So... He wants to dethrone his brother, but to stage a coup and fail could be quite lethal, as you might imagine. So he needs some help himself. So you see where I'm going with this. Isol, because her family is connected, they're wealthy. She has connections, connections that could help arm Daehyun in a struggle against his brother. The thing is, the two of them 
Loki kind of really don't like each other, but they need each other for their respective goals, which is setting the stage for what I think will be a delicious little romance. I do like a little like enemies to lovers. Like that's, that's like my little romance catnip, if you will. Cause I, I love, I love the little banter. I love the back and forth, the little spicy comments, the witty remarks. You know, I like, the, I like a little shade. I like a little salt. I am excited about this. Like I said, I love reading about times and places that I'm really unfamiliar with. And so, yeah, I'm super excited for this one. Again, it's A Crane Among Wolves by June Her. So next up, I have one that's out next week, actually. It's A Suffragist Guide to the Antarctic by Yishun Lai. And this is another really interesting one. Um, so it reimagines the real life expedition to Antarctica that Sir Ernest Shackleton took in 1914. And it looks at how it would have been if a young woman was part of it. So I didn't know anything about a Sir Ernest Shackleton. Apparently he took these wild expeditions to very deadly places. So this one looks at a specific expedition that he took that ended up uh, being really rough. So we follow a young woman, 18-year-old Clara Dunbar, who is one of only 28 people who make up the crew of a ship called the Resolute. So the Resolute is bound for Antarctica, as I mentioned, for an expedition, but it becomes marooned on ice like a hundred miles from the continent and honey a hundred miles from the continent is 1914 they can't catch a, a water uber water ubers don't even exist ubers don't even exist so they're in a tight spot they're between a rock and a an iceberg i'm here all night jk so anyway a couple things about clara She's 18, like I said before, but she lied to other people and told them she was 21 because she doesn't want to be underestimated more than she already is. She doesn't want to be seen as like, oh, this little girl, she's already seen as a woman. That's bad enough. She's also told everyone that she's Canadian, even though she's American, because people aren't really feeling Americans right now because of what's going on with the Great War or World War One, I, I should say. So another thing about Clara is that she's a fighter in more ways than one. She was fighting for women's equal rights when she was in England, and she has to fight for her survival alongside the rest of the crew who, by the way, unsurprisingly, expect her to do quote unquote womanly things, but they're going to have to get some, um, they're going to have to get a new perspective on gender norms if they really want to survive because Clara has some vital things to offer. And if they're going to survive. They're going to have to tap into everything at their disposal, including Clara's skill set. So um, it's interesting to think of how you would fare in these settings. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever think about like, you see like zombie movies and stuff and you're wondering like, how would I do during a zombie apocalypse? And I was just thinking with this book, I'm like, how would I do on a marooned ship in a uh, hundred miles from Antarctica. I don't know. I don't know if I would do. I don't know if I would be too hot out there. Like, I don't know if I would do too well. Um, I don't think I would make it if I'm being honest, <laughs> but Clara is that girl. So she's going to do what she has to do. Um, and what's cool about this book is that it's a very realistic rendering of what would happen had there been a young woman named Clara. Um, there, it does 
need a content warning though for assault or attempted assault. So heads up on that. Um, again, that is a suffragist's guide to the Antarctic by Yi Shun Lai. Last, I have This Ravenous Fate by Haley Dinnings. It's out in August. This is the first in a duology that ticks off so many boxes for me. It's set in 1926 in Harlem and involves vampires called Reapers and a vampire hunting family. And so this vampire hunting family, because Reapers are such a nuisance, so deadly and lethal and well, deadly and lethal mean the same thing. You know what I mean? They're, they're a pain in the backside. So because of this, this family has attained more power in the city than even like crime lords because of how important it is to kill reapers, a.k.a. the the vampires. That's what they call vampires in the story. So 18-year-old Elise Saint is part of that family, the Saint family. So she comes back home to Jazz Age Harlem, which is my favorite. Well, that's not my favorite. One of my favorite eras in Harlem history. I love Harlem history in general. So I just like Harlem. And the jazz age gives it a little like pizzazz. So she comes back home to Harlem after being in Paris for five years. Side note, but keep that five year timeline in mind. So she comes back and she is the heir to the Saint family empire, even though she doesn't super want to be because like to be that would mean an entire city of vampires wants her dead and she's not really into that so and then just to complicate things to add a little more pizzazz there's Leia Quinn a young reaper aka vampire who was just turned five years ago hmm five years right keep that in mind So she was just turned five years ago and she doesn't really want to be a reaper. I guess like who chooses it really? Because becoming one was tied to losing her parents and the protection of the saints family. And now she's become a sort of outcast. So there's this interesting history on the existence of reapers. Apparently they've existed for a few hundred years and they first came into being because of the horrors of the new world and cruel experiments So I'm interested to see how that's handled and how that is, um, how that contributes to the overall world building. So back to Layla. She gets framed for an attack by this weird kind of reaper, one that can turn back into a human again. So this is like a new thing that reapers, some reapers are able to do. They're able to turn back into humans. And so the head of the Saint family offers her a deal to work with Elise and find out the source of the attacks and maybe even if there is a cure for Reapers like overall. But get this, Elise and Layla hate each other because to Layla, Elise betrayed her, but they have to work together. So you see where you see where this is going, you know, tension, little tension, but forced proximity because they have to work together. You know, little spice, little, you know, contempt, never hurt anyone. Actually, it did. I'm just being facetious. But you see what you see where this is going. Anyway, I'm excited to read this one. And I think you should add it to the TBR pronto. So, yes, again, that is This Ravenous Fate by Haley Dinnings. So, yes, friends, that is all I have today. These are some books that I've started and maybe not finished or haven't started yet, but I'm excited to because I really like historical fiction, one of my favorite genres to read. 
Um, but yeah, so thanks so much for tuning in today as well as our sponsor for making the day show possible. You can follow me on Twitter still. I'm not, I'm there. Y'all, y'all can say hi. You can come and say hi. I'm at Erica underscore EZE underscore. Big shout out to Caitlin Brame, our audio editor, for making me sound like a normal person. Appreciate you, girl. We'll see you next week on the main podcast where I'll be joined by Tears of Price. Until next week, happy reading. Happy reading.